Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Be seated. Well, we can look at today's gospel and look at our Exodus passage and say these are mountaintop experiences. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had a few mountaintop experiences, and they didn't involve mountains. Actually, they involved a lot of prayer, um, because you don't necessarily need a mountain to have a mountaintop experience. You need prayer to be amongst it. I don't know about you, but probably in the last five years, if you've been here or other times, and maybe you're just coming to meet us, I don't cry a lot. Um, you probably have never seen me cry. Um, my family's probably seen me cry a few times, but... Eh. Just, you never see a lot of tears. You won't even see me cry at a movie. I just, very few of them will I cry. Uh, and, and so there's been probably, I think, three times. I wasn't on a mountain when I had what I believe to be a mountaintop experience. And for me, a mountaintop experience is me crying. <laughs> uh, and so uh, be a part of that experience. The first time was uh, when I saw my wife walking down the aisle at uh, her church. I was, we were about to be married. I cried. Like a, like a baby, I was uh, uh, weeping, I was so happy, uh, and, and you know, there was a lot of prayer involved in that, because we were making a big decision for our lives, and, um, and, and just a lot of prayer had been taken before that, you know, finding someone uh, that would love me as much as I love them, that kind of thing, and, and so that would be it, and then um, the, the moments when um, my two children were taken out of the womb, right, when they were born, and placed on uh, my wife's uh, tummy and, and getting to see the child for the first time as they come out of the womb. And of course, you know, they're not, you know, they don't look like they do on TV. They're, you know, they're messy and, and uh, they're, they're little and crying and you're just waiting to hear that, that roar. Um, and those were times where I prayed a lot for that too. You know, we all have those different um, uh, times of prayer for whatever it is. For me, it was that, those things. Um, and they don't always have to be for everyone exactly the same thing. They can be different things. They can be love and family, however that looks for you. Um, but those were mountaintop experiences for me, and they involved a lot of prayer. Um, you know, I've actually, there was a time where I've had what would be, for most people, a mountaintop experience. I was on top of a mountain, of all things. But I didn't have the experience part. And I, I remember it, it was weird. I, I was just really excited to be at this place. I was in Cape Town, South Africa. You know, it's at the, the very tip of uh, Africa. It was on, I was on top of Table Mountain. It was a clear, beautiful day. And Table Mountain, if you've ever taken a look at pictures of Cape Town, Table Mountain is very close to the coast. I mean, it rises up thousands of feet. And it's not very far, actually, from, from the water. So it's very dramatic and it's very beautiful. You can see very far. You can see the ocean and all surrounding. It's beautiful. For whatever day I wasn't praying on that day. So it was beautiful. Like when you go on a vacation and you see something grand and glorious. Hey, that was really awesome. Let's take some pictures and we're going to always remember it. And, you know, and then kind of just leave. And that was great. But it wasn't in the same kind of capacity. I didn't cry, right? So for me, that's you know, how I knew it wasn't a mountaintop experience. So if we look in today's um, Exodus and, and, and Luke, there's a lot of similarities here. For one... The, uh, Moses was in both places, right? And they're both on a mountain, of course. But the next one is, of course, God is speaking. Now, Luke knew what he was doing. When this was being written, he wanted us to know Jesus is the Savior. 
okay? Making it very, very clear, and in a particular couple of ways, by proclaiming, as we see in our gospel passage, the, uh, this is one of my favorites, um, let's see, this is my son, my chosen, listen to him, right? That's pretty explicit, right? That's not, not beating around the bush here. It's really trying to let us know that this is really important. Um, and of course, you know, we've got we've to love our disciples. Um, so right, the, the verse before you'll see, um, after about eight days that Peter had said, you know, Jesus, you're my Lord, is when they go up and, and do this. And so I'm always wondering what Jesus was thinking. Like, was he like, kind of in both boats? He's like, hey, I need to show the disciples that I am their Savior. Let's go up on the mountain and show them. Or was he kind of like, hmm, I wonder how they're going to respond to this, right? Because we always see the disciples in the varying states of, um, of grace. We have to give them a lot of grace, right? Because they're either falling asleep or they're totally afraid. And in this time, there's actually this middle path, if you see it, because they stayed awake, right? I don't know about you, but prayer life, our prayer life is, is constant. Sometimes it's very much in a seated position. Other times you can be um, driving along or... Um, but sometimes it's very focused. Sometimes it's kind of scatterbrained and everywhere. And we're trying to make a connection to God. And sometimes it involves us praying right before maybe we go to sleep. Have you ever prayed and you're praying and then you fall asleep? Right? That's not a bad thing. It just says we're making a connection and we're about to, to dream or, or be asleep and, and kind of see what happens in our, in our dreams. So those are the connections. You know, we have different ways that we pray. And in this capacity, God is revealing God's self to the disciples in a profound way. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I mean, sometimes we don't, we get just little messages. We don't get this grand and glorious uh, vision of God to us that just strikes us down, you know, and, and just we're just in awe. I mean, we have life experiences that are really glorious and grand, but they trickle in. God speaks to us in profound ways over a day, um, you know, maybe in little ways. And it's always, it seems to me, it's after I'm in a period of prayer where I'm trying to pray. And, and so that, that eases a lot of our, our pressures, right? Because we're not like, uh, how many new Christians have you heard? You know, how do I pray? Or somebody asks you, how am I supposed to pray? How does that happen? What am I supposed to be doing? And really kind of missed the whole point. And it's just like with this dazzling white, this imagery, we all get real distracted by all that. But in reality, the connection is being made between us and God when we pray. And then afterwards, we're listening to God speak through our lives. So we're making that initial push. So it's not always about what in particular we're praying for. It's how we're going to be taught by our lives and being in God's will afterwards. And a lot of times, of course, it's not exactly what we wanted, right? We have an idea about our life and the passage and our whole our society has a certain pathway that we're supposed to go, right? It's being taught to us constantly. And we're, you know, saying, well, I don't know if I want it this way, but I want it this, this direction. And then God, if you involve God into your life through prayer, it's going to look a little different. But you know you're in connection to God. And, you know, I've had connections to God in not always really positive ways, too. You know, I had a profound experience of God being right next to me as my dad died years ago. I was in that connection with God and felt a great peace in a really difficult place. 
And sometimes in those places, I didn't feel it either. But it's not always in the positive. It can be in some of the sad times, too, where we can feel God's presence. But in those times, it's where we're praying and we're asking for the will of God to be cast upon us. And it's a scary time. You know, sometimes we can get right into that light and we can be there for a moment and then we scatter away, right? We're never able to really fully take it all in. And sometimes we do, but most of the time we, we shudder away and get away from God. And, but, but later on, the Spirit continues to talk to us, continues to, to guide us in different ways, in ways we never thought we would know. So I would say to you today as our, our message that I think is important is we can have mountaintop experiences without being on a mountain, but we need prayer to be in that way, to know God's mercy and love, and know that it can be for everyone, too. Amen.